0: In the opening of the fourth chapter of James, we are greeted with a question. That question is this. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? A scholarly friend of mine, a person of faith, shared with me that the greatest war the greatest battle the greatest struggle is within for as we are motivated and driven by our desires we can easily be led to ungodly approaches to life James talks about our wantings and our inability to easily obtain all that we want, he associates this with the potential for and the resulting lived out violence, arguing, fighting, and even killing To get what we want. Sometimes we ask God for things. And we do not receive what we ask for. And often the reason for this is because. The request that we have set forth. To God. Is really motivated by selfish desires James talks about we ask to receive so that we may spend freely for our own pleasures I can safely say that we have become highly individualistic There is a proclivity, a tendency towards individualism and a departure from the concept of community wellness. The selfish pursuit of materialism, individual wealth, power and greed, it leads James to a a sternly worded note of criticism, he says in the fourth verse, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred toward God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. When he, when he uses the term adulterous people he's talking about a people that have a intimate relationship outside the confines of covenant with God. He's talking about people that have placed a higher value on the acquisition of let's see personal wealth, power, greed, and they are willing to kill, murder, and exploit the poor to obtain all of these things. Corruption, violence, greed, and exploitation is absolutely antithetical to the will of God. In his writing, James goes on to quote scripture, He says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I believe that he's reminding us that the proud perhaps have allowed a spirit of self-sufficiency to take up residence in their hearts. In their minds, they have developed a, a mindset that that strays from dependency on God as being the provider of all of our needs. They no longer look to God for wisdom, provision, as being the source of their sustenance. But God gives grace. He strengthens the humble. Those who see God as greater than themselves and are willing to trust God in and through all things are blessed of the Lord. James doesn't stop there. He encourages us in verse 7 he says submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. I have no doubts that here James is charging his audience to depart from this way of thinking, acting, and living. He's calling his audience to what I like to refer to as the abandonment of unrighteousness. He's calling people to partake of the holiness of God, which is a progressive work. It's a lifelong journey. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. James continues continues by challenging his audience to not engage in the slandering of one another, speaking against each other. So I guess our words should be employed in the service of building one another up, encouraging one another instead of condemning one another. Then James, he raises another issue. Obviously, he hears this type of talk within the community and he feels the the need to discourage it. For he says this, now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast and brag. All such boasting is evil. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do, and doesn't do it. He sins. So then in closing this segment I would say let our desires be led by the Spirit of God. Let us remain peaceful with one another. Let us strive to live our lives in accordance with godly standards, with a concern for community wellness, as opposed to retreating into isolation and individualism. Let us humble ourselves and use our language for the well-being of each other. And let us allow God to be in front of all of our planning. Amen.